0: So with that, hi and welcome to After the Hype with as always, Brian, John, Yo. Ryan, yep. and then for the first time ever, we have Adrian Snow Hello. and Deneen Melody. Hello. Uh, so today we're doing our 90s nostalgia battle. Roo- Radical, Roo- dude. Roo- Radical. <laughs> uh, before we get into it, though, we're going to have uh, some plugs from our two guests today, so we're going to let them take away that. I don't care who goes first. Mm.
1: Okay. Um, hi, I'm Adrian Snow. You can—I <laughs> always do this. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Miss Adrian Snow. M-S-E-D-R-I-A-N-S-N-O-W. I N S N W. I'm also a podcast host for AfterBuzz TV. Um, I'm currently on The Magicians, and I will start The Americans on March 16th.
0: Hey, that's my birthday.
2: Wow. wow. Nice. Wow, i got to follow that.
1: <laughs> <Hers> <laughs>
2: I'm also, uh, I'm also um, a commercial
3: actress. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, so
2: my name is Deneen Melody. You can follow me on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and all those fun places under Deneen Melody. Um, and <laughs> Nobody knows how to spell it, but that's how you do. Um, I have been doing a lot of nerdlesque shows, which are burlesque shows that are nerd-themed. Last night we just did with Peep Show Menagerie, a Sailor Moon mm. burlesque-themed show show Mm. and we will be doing a Tolkien and Lord of the Rings show April first. That's with Peep Show Menagerie. And then I'm also doing Star Girls, which is the original Star Wars burlesque parody on March twenty sixth at the Yostin Santa Ana. Woo. Nice. Yeah. It's
0: fun. We'll I be sure to throw up some links for those, too, so if people want to go see those shows, mm-hmm. they will be able to see them on our page. Oh,
2: they'll want to see them. They'll see a lot. <laughs>
4: yeah. uh, my name is Ryan, and uh, Jerry, uh, Jerry Ross, the astronaut, went to the same elementary school as I did, and...
5: Cool. Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. I felt really left out. You guys some really cool things going.
0: <laughs> I saw a famous person once. Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> one time.
5: One Just time. One
0: time. Uh, Okay, so we're gonna get started with where have you been doing. Uh, I will go first. Uh, This is something I keep forgetting to bring up for some reason, and then uh, because it's super exciting. Well, it actually is, and I just keep doing other things before I come. Either way, I saw The Witch. Oh, Oh, nice! uh Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Which is fantastic.
4: I've been living uh, full '90s nostalgia mode this week. I've been watching (laughs) uh, five different '90s nostalgia movies. I've been reading the uh, first issue of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers comic book. Uh, I've been watching Fuller House on Netflix. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But most importantly, I just bought and downloaded um, Pokemon Blue, which was re released for the uh, virtual console on on DS uh, for their 20th anniversary. Oh my God, it just makes me. (laughs) You want to feel old? Right back to being 10 years old. Yeah, it was awesome. It's a lot of fun.
1: Geez, Louise, you guys! I haven't really been watching uh, any movies lately. I watch a lot of TV, but one thing that I, I did do this week, which I've never done before, is listen to a book on—well, I guess on an Audible. Okay. A okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've I've heard it great um, I listened to *Modern Romance* by Aziz Ansari, and it was very informative and very funny all at the same time. Does he, he actually, read it himself? He does read it okay. himself. Oh, that's awesome. Which is awesome because I think you are getting like little jokes that he wouldn't put necessarily in the right. book, you know, mm-hmm. he talks about like, he, the first thing he says is like, you're so, can I curse on your or not? Yes. You're so fucking lazy, why uh-huh. don't you read my book? <laughs> 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 and That's like, great. Ah. Um, <laughs> but just, like, I was in a, in a place, and so I was like, well, I wanna, I wanna hear what he has to say about, about love and romance, and it's actually really factual and uh, insightful. Awesome. To cool. humanity. That's what I did. (laughs) That's a good thing. Yeah. You did a good thing.
2: Um, (laughs) (laughs) Earlier this week, I actually finally got to see the Studio Ghibli film Only Yesterday, which was fantastic. It was actually released back in 1991. Mm. And they just now released it to like America and other places. And um, Daisy Ridley, who does is Rey in the new Star Wars, <gasps> actually voices, yes, she's so awesome, she actually <laughs> voices the main character, and it was so good. I think um, wow. there was a few people who, who saw it, and we discussed it afterwards, and they were a little bored by it, because it's not like, you know, it's not like Princess Mononoke or anything like that, where it's really, like, magical and fast-paced. It's a real drama, but, you know, even with animation, it, it got me, I teared up, like, three or four times and animation rules. So yeah, yeah, it was great. So I recommend that if you can go and see that, see it.
5: Cool. Um, I'm always looking for YouTube channels to watch just in my spare time when I have a free few minutes. And so I started watching a channel called outside Xbox, which, you know, I have an Xbox and I like to see funny people talk about video games and they're very British, very dry humor and very funny. Mm. And they're like six to eight minutes long and they'll, they have a lot of lists like the top five things. But they always got kind of a a dry spin on it. Okay. So it's like, you know, the top five uh, people who should have just done their job. (laughs) Otherwise, this game wouldn't have happened. sort of thing. Mm. So little things like that. And they put their own spin on it. It's really fun.
0: All (laughs) right. So we're going to get into today's episode, which will be the 90s nostalgia battle. Uh, Now, sadly, Chewie was unable to be here today. And although she did kind of come up with this episode, so she's very upset that she couldn't be here. um, Hi, Chewie. We love you, Chewie. Yeah. So... (laughs) She did a write-in review. So much like we did back with Nick, back in the James Bond episodes, I'm going to read hers. And if you feel like interrupting me or have anything to say about it, that is, of course, always welcome and encouraged. Mm. Uh, I probably shouldn't be the one to read this because this probably has a lot of love in it. And I fucking hate Encino Man. (laughs) (laughs) You want me to read it? No, I'll read it. How can you hate
1: Encino
4: Man? That is the first question. How do you hate Encino Man? Because
0: it's so boring. Here we go. Uh, I'll start the timer so I'll still keep this on the 10 minute thing but if we get done before it whatever uh, okay so Encino Man why is it the most 90s movie well it came out in 92 and it was the directorial, directorial debut of Les Mayfield who went on to direct Flubber uh, <laughs> wow losing argument already <laughs> yeah. I told her that mm-hmm. you could have just ended the argument right there I was like yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> good enough <laughs> Uh, more importantly, though, it is the first film to star to star Polly Shore, Polly Fucking Shore, golden child of the X Generation and one of MTV's most celebrated VJs. It's because of this that Encino Man is a film that could not exist outside of the '90s. Uh, this film, uh, the film's complete lack of caring in common sense, science, and reason is completely in rhythm <laughs> with all the classics '90 films. The film starts with Caveman Link, Brendan Fraser, getting frozen with his hot Caveman wife. Uh, then we get blasted the future where we meet Dave Sean Aston uh, and Stony Polly Shore, two high school losers. Dave wants to become popular and bang the hottest girl in school in his senior year while digging a pool. Uh,
4: <laughs> Wait, I think she got that part wrong. He's digging a pool to bang the hot girl. That, that yeah, is true. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, Stony <laughs> just wants to be Stony, and for some reason is friends with Dave. Uh, an earthquake happens. These seems to happen a lot in this version of uh, Los Angeles. And in the real version of Los Angeles? <laughs> not quite that much. No, no. That's not, like not every, every day, 10 minutes. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, not Los Angeles.
3: She did say in But it in was
1: California. in the 90s, which seems to be there were more earthquakes in the 90s. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: Like
0: yeah. It's, it's uncommon. That Things we were more exciting had. back then. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, and then they find Frozen Link. Dave decides that a caveman best friend is his ticket to high school stardom. Hijinks in classic 90s fashion ensue. Uh, with a lot of weasel cones and wheezing the juice, buddy. Um, oh. I still don't know what any of that
1: means like, to I, this day, Well, mm. weasel
0: is pretty obvious. It just means that he thinks he's a weasel and mm-hmm. then he does like a weasel yeah, noise. Yeah, yeah. Weezing the juice, I have no fucking idea. Is that a, I don't
3: want to jacking off? No, because it's, yeah. no.
0: <laughs> he says wheezing the juice and then puts his face under like an icy machine and just lets uh-huh. it go yeah, over his yeah, face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what wheezing the juice means, though.
1: Well, Weaseling, I guess like stealing the juice because he didn't pay for it. I guess. I
5: think or, it, or maybe just like drinking but he enough of like, it to where he gags and starts to wheeze. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's very literal. Like, yeah, I cannot
4: you. breathe under this. <laughs> I, I think it literally just means I'm about to be Polly Shore. And then he is Pauly Shore. <laughs> and then he goes back to being someone else.
2: That's, yeah. Is he ever anybody else
0: though? Well, Shore I mean, <laughs> being <laughs> someone
4: else, but being less Shores. Shore. Yeah. Like
1: okay, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, Dave is kind of a dick while you fall in love with Lincoln Stoney during all of their montages I think there's like four or five of them uh, <laughs> all in all it's kind of like Teen Wolf forever great if you saw it in your youth with virgin eyes maybe kind of bored yeah. but hey Pauly Shore was one of the best things in the 90s and this film made very two uh, this film and this film made two very good actors even bigger stars hashtag this would have been better if I was there hmm. Aww. No. yeah
4: cause Rudy wasn't a big deal or anything. <laughs> no, no. I
3: think she's...
0: Yeah. Right. It's Holly
1: Shore and oh, okay. Brendan Fraser oh, that yeah, became okay, bigger okay,
0: stories. Yeah. Oh. Sean Astin got bigger later. Sean yeah, yeah.
1: Aston. This is oh. like... The this is like his is swan living. song for the 90s. <laughs> this yeah. is like, the reason they made <laughs> him Bye, a Sean. Hobbit. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you in seven years, yeah. eight years down the line in 2000. Hold
5: that thought. Yeah, yeah. We'll come back to you. Yeah. But you're
0: gonna have to be real short. Yeah. If she was here to defend it, I know she can do a far better job than I can dismantling it, which I think kind of speaks to the credit of it. Because I... I came at it from a child point of view, just going, I don't get it. Mm, like, yeah. for some reason, just Polly Shore's stick never really mm-hmm. made me laugh. It did in Biodome, and that was it.
1: I really liked Brendan Fraser. Like, yeah. Encino, yeah. like yeah. Brendan yeah. Fraser made Encino Man for me. Yeah. I thought Polly Shore was just like a weirdo. And that, you know, I knew that at six. I know that at 30. yeah. 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 So <laughs> that has not changed. Well, but it, yeah, it, I think for, for me, it was like being introduced to Brendan Fraser and what he did with yeah. the role of yeah. Link, I thought was really beautiful. Well, and as it seems cheesy like, as it was,
5: yeah. it seems like Polly Shore too. Like now that we're out of the '90s and not really just Holly Shore everything, there's kind of it ages a little bit better. There's a little bit more of a oh, I remember his shtick. That was fun. There's like a nostalgic thing. Yeah, to it. yeah I could Absolutely. see and it. And it feels like that that, that kind of a, a homey feel for that era really. So I I'm, warmed I'm, I'm to it a little bit more than I did back in like the, the day.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, is there anything else anybody wants to say about this thing or should we just move into the, no, the people who are actually do. here to defend yeah, it? it I think she did a good job good. defending it. Yeah. <coughs> Does not change my opinion on it. I still think it's garbage. Right. But you know, I, yeah. that I've only matter. seen
2: it once to be honest and I can't remember it but she made me Say, oh, okay, yeah. it's not yeah. that bad. <laughs> right. yeah. Good argument then. I used to watch <laughs> it every
5: weekend. Yeah. As far as, a child. as it being a nineties wow. movie, you wow. you do immediately think nineties when you when oh, you yeah, that exactly. movie. That's, so yeah, yeah. there is a point in favor of that where it's like that's nineties. Yeah. Well,
0: yeah. I mean, that's it's kind of cheating with Polly Shore. It's like, oh, Polly Shore's in it. Must be the nineties. Right. Yep. Yeah. Right. Right. But but I'm giving it points for that. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. I'll go next.
4: Okay. Ooh. I mean, mine's gonna be a little unorthodox because um, I didn't write anything. Uh, I'm just gonna go. Hey, do you guys remember the movie Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? It came out in 1990. <laughs> sure. <That's> one. Awesome. <laughs> Heck yeah. Do you guys remember uh, the VHS tape? Uh, I don't yes. know if you all had it, but they yes. had that, that Pizza Hut commercial. Oh, no. yes. Oh yes. My God. yes. So you know what I had to do is I found that commercial on YouTube. It's all on there. <laughs> and I watched <laughs> that commercial before <laughs> I started the movie. So, so you good. got the authentic experience. I really so went good. authentic nostalgia. I was playing Pokemon at the same time. Dang. <laughs> do, you guys, uh, do you guys remember, like, within the first 10 minutes of the movie, uh, Raphael says the D word? <gasps> yeah. That was so great I, I, as a I'm kid. I'm going to say it
3: now. Yeah. Damn. <laughs>
5: Oh, my, oh god. my god They say oh, it a couple times In that movie deck. When, when <laughs> I oh my god. Yeah. No the bad word When you're five Yeah, yeah. Um. When I saw it in the theater All us kids Laughed our asses off When Raphael yelled Damn Yeah See, Oh it's so cool The kids yeah. in our
0: theater Had a very different reaction it was <gasps> Yeah
1: I'm black, so it's like that's what you hear all
3: the time. Like <laughs> yeah, that's well, yeah. not here. I was like, okay, we were we were in a yesterday.
0: midwestern theater, so <laughs> yeah. it, it makes sense. Yeah, for us. I saw this in Iowa. It's like "damn" is not said in Iowa. Yeah, in
1: yeah. <laughs> Texas, it's settled. Oh too. yeah, yeah, oh yeah, Texas
2: yeah.
5: girls. Mm, yep. But it was edgy, like, and that's one thing I kind of forgot about. That it had that like that edge, that darker edge to it that you kind it of forget because. We all, re- everyone re- re- tends to remember Secret of the Ooze and how kind of colorful and lighter mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. tone it was. This was dark. Yeah, very much.
1: Mm-hmm. No, Secret of the Ooze is kind of dark. It, it was, was a like little kinda,
0: dark, kinda but dark. But they still had all their weapons glued to their sides because yeah. the parents said, no weapons in the second one. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, honestly. If you never notice that, now
4: you'll never be able to unsee it. It was always a weird thing to me that they had like swords and uh, size and they never stabbed or cut anybody with them like that was always a thing of the Ninja Turtles I don't know if that's true in the comics but in the cartoon and in the movies you don't see blood yeah and when Peter Laird Laird
0: was still involved like he was in this movie they were much more violent there's blood guts and gore and all that stuff and then as soon as Peter Laird left and Kevin Eastman just took over all that kind of went away and Mm -hmm. still to this day it's still kind of gone yeah
4: Mm -hmm. um do you guys remember that scene where <laughs> where, uh, where they, they bring April back to the... <laughs> I'm hitting dig it. really hard in my brain. Where, where they bring uh, April back to the sewer, and they're like, what's this? And Raphael goes, I, it's a, uh, I thought I'd redecorate. A couple throat pillows, a TV news reporter, what do you think? And Donatello goes, it's the news lady, can we keep her? <laughs> I oh. <love> that scene. <laughs>
1: which April is that? They changed, they changed April. Yeah, they every did. single time. They did. Um, yeah.
4: I don't remember Except the actress, three, actress's name off the top of my head,
0: but um, she she was she only in this April movie. The yeah. Fo- she's the boring. She's
4: the boring. But at least, <laughs> but
0: <it's not laughs> Megan Fox. she was the real '80s April. Saying, like yeah. she's the boring April, and Megan Fox comes later, and that's not <laughs> the boring one. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no,
1: no. I don't <laughs> count that one. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we don't, don't talk about the new one. That's
0: not even April Who? Yeah.
1: Oh, who? What you mean? The last Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie came out in like '94 and '95. I don't know what you're talking. That's right. No,
0: I agree with that philosophy. Judith Hoke, by the way.
4: Do you guys, Oh, awesome. Judith Hoke. Do you guys remember that awesome scene in Ninja Turtles where uh, they, where uh, the Ninja Turtles are hanging out at April's house and her boss comes over with his son, Danny, and Danny's like a <laughs> snotty little kid, and all the turtles have to hide really quick, and April's like, you better... And she turns around and they've already hidden. Oh, and yeah, Danny sees that. Michelangelo under the table, and he turns around and it's just a panda there instead.
3: <laughs> I fucking love that scene.
4: And then uh, you, you got Raphael doing the, the uh, impression, you dirty rat, you killed my brother. And she's like, oh, Splinter must love that. And none of the turtles get the joke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you guys remember that awesome scene in the arcade <laughs> when they built this cool high schooler hangout and Sam Rockwell is there and they're That's fucking right. skateboarding oh and he gives the kids oh God, cigarettes? Yeah, Sam Rockwell. Yeah. Yeah, it was Sam Rockwell. Yeah. I had to look that up. I was like, that looks a lot like Sam Rockwell. Totally was. I think
5: a couple viewings ago, I had that moment where I was like, That's Sam Rockwell. Mm. That's a Burger King ad. That's (laughs) Sam Rockwell. There's like edgy kids like Pizza Hut and Burger King
0: and Marlboro cigarettes. Marlboro cigarettes.
4: Do you remember how awesome Casey Jones was in this movie? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah.
1: He, that's yeah. the actor that he, went on he, to do he, like... Uh, Elias Koteas? Yeah, yeah. Elias Koteas. Yeah. Yeah. I love Elias Koteas. He's that so is still yeah. That's back when he still had hair. Yep. Yes. Yeah. And then it was <laughs> like long, such long hair like in, in this there, movie, and too. It was there, and then it was
5: luscious he's, and long. He's yep. still my favorite, Casey Jones. He's got kind of this punkish attitude that every other iteration seems to kind of do in a different extreme. So, like, I like his take. It's... Yeah, it was absolutely. very quintessential
1: '90s take. Yeah,
0: yeah. the yeah. Casey like, Jones thing is the only thing I'm excited for for the new Ninja Turtles movie. I, I like
4: a bebop and rocksteady too. I'm bummed that this is the we finally get all those cartoon characters I love Yeah, and it's a shitty Michael Bay movie. Uh, <laughs> I
1: have uh, Michael Bay no comment. Uh, so but so uh, no comment.
0: Yeah, them. Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird did not like Bebop and Rock City, so they made sure they never made it into the movies. That's mm-hmm. lame. You
4: yeah. know Kevin Eastman was in this movie? I, really? I, I saw that on IMDb. He plays like a, a taxi the, citizen or something. Is he in the
5: taxi? It was like, you're going to LaGuardia, right? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> you remember that scene? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
4: Turns out yeah, that's then. the writer of the comic yeah. books. <laughs> Fun fact. Uh, do you guys remember that awesome scene where in the they're in the house in the in the you know in the middle of the country and they're yeah. all like training and it's like a montage and then yeah. they go light a yeah. fire and is
1: that like a Rocky reference? it yeah, probably Rocky, totally is Rocky IV so. reference.
4: Then you get Splinter in the fire. He's all blue and a ghost and he's talking to them through the forest or some shit. I don't know what how he did that. I
0: had a book version of this and that was always my favorite page. Really? Yeah. yeah. Was it good? <laughs> no, it's horrible. But it was just like, it was like 18 pages that was supposed to be the entire Ninja Turtles movie <laughs> and then I got to that page and it's like yeah. the four turtles meditating and then. A blue ghost You're like, splinter. It's pretty. <laughs> and they're like, "Ooh, yeah. that's awesome." And you kind of um, forget when watching this that there's a lot
5: of, I, like, family. That's like kind of the focus yeah. of it, and I'm they too. really play it up really well. Like, I mean, that's yeah. kind of the
0: Ninja Turtles thing. It's all about family, and
4: so they, they did hit they family. hit that really well in this yeah, movie. Most, yeah,
5: far better than um, the other two movies. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Secret of the Ooze is amazing, though. It oh, is it's, really it's one of my good. favorite movies
5: of all yeah. time. Go don't ninja, get me wrong. Go
0: yeah. ninja, go! And this
5: <laughs> movie is very quotable. Like, you don't realize, like.
0: You're standing on it, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Where the hell's one
4: twenty two and an eighth? Yeah. Pizza guy's got thirty line. seconds. Like, we could go on and yeah. on. Yeah. I, th- I mostly wrote down quotes as my argument of why this is a nostalgic <laughs> movie for me. Um, but
1: is it a, a quintessential '90s film?
4: That's the question. Uh oh. My <laughs> argument just fell apart. Oh, Do you considering, considering this thing, I think the only <laughs> part of this movie that took place in the 90s was the marketing.
5: <laughs> it, it came out literally three months into the 1990s. Uh, I feel like the, the environment but felt very 90s. It, like, it, oh, it did. The kids, yeah. the, the wayward kids, yeah. the, what their idea of fun was, yeah. really placed it in a time yeah. period. Oh man, we, I, I wanted that life so bad when I was a kid and
4: watching this movie. Yeah,
1: yeah. I always say that each decade bleeds into the next decade decade for the first five years so the 90s from 1990 to 1995 are still like the 80s because 80s didn't really start till 1985 anyway so you're like kind of getting rid of the old decade yeah so that's fair
4: right um other awesome parts of the movie (laughs) where after (laughs) that when they go back to New York City and they gotta have a showdown with Splinter and they get up on the rooftop Mm -hmm. and they're all fighting and uh and then uh out of nowhere or they all throw their weapons away because Splinter's got Leonardo on, you know, at the end of a sword, and he says... And Shredder? Or, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Splinter is <yeah>. real dark. <laughs> Splinter took about a, about a dark turn. Spoiler <laughs> alert. Shredder's uh, got Leonardo at the end of a sword, and he says, throw away your weapons or I'll kill him, and they do, and he says, you fools, I'm gonna kill you anyway. But all of a sudden, Splinter shows up out of fucking nowhere. Who knows how he got out. That was awesome. majestic as
5: fuck. <laughs> absolutely. It just I, cuts to as a the kid. Yeah. As a kid, I gasped.
4: Yeah. Like, and... Uh, <gasps> He, uh, he goes, oops, and he throws you know, uh, Shredder over the... Uh, or no, I'm sorry. He throws Shredder over the edge into the garbage truck. Casey Jones goes, oops, and leans on the handle. You think Shredder gets totally smashed by a garbage truck? So
0: epic. And it's uh. just casual murder. Yeah, I know. yeah. I Like, whatever. <laughs> that's that's why the best so thing good. about good. the
1: 90s. Yeah. 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 As a kid, like... People would just die, violent deaths, and you'd be sitting there laughing, like, yeah. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, like Adams family values. When they when they kill them at the end, they kill um, the mom and the son who were like kidnapped. Uh, what's his face? Oh, the bald. Uncle, Uncle, Uncle. Lester. Yeah. I keep on to say um, Lester. I'm like, that's Lester. close. Yeah. <laughs> it was such a casual way of, like, they bury these people alive. Oh, I know. <laughs> oh, yeah. And we're all sitting there being like, yeah,
4: yeah.
3: <laughs> this is hilarious. Them. We love it.
4: It's 90s. Um, I mean, the other great parts about this movie, the soundtrack were actually, was actually really good and really 90s and really uh, made you feel emotions and nostalgic, uh, made me feel nostalgia for watching it. And just I I gotta end on the. Puppetry. Uh, do you mean like
0: the the music soundtrack or like the, the score, score? The, score, the score, is score is so fucking yeah. Good. Okay, sorry. Yeah.
4: Um, And then the very last thing I just want to talk about the puppetry, the very best mm-hmm. thing. Um, Brian Henson was uh, overseer oh, on this. They were yeah. all Henson Workshop puppets. Uh, the turtles, uh, Splinter, all absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. And it holds up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at it the same
1: time, up. where Henson or the Henson company really didn't want to use their puppets outside of like their certain like he, he really cracked down their, on um, letting other people use his puppets and I think with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles he made an exception for them which is why they right. look so good I think
4: yeah. it's always about using their um their Muppet puppets like the flappy head yeah, or yeah.
1: just yeah. like also kind of ensuring that they're not it's not for like any I remember reading about this randomly like it's not about Promoting any type of like violence right. with their puppets, and they made the exception for them. Well, that's also
0: they were part of the problem with uh, the second one, which mm. is why they weren't unable to use their weapons again. Because uh. of the parents and them, there are so many people who didn't like the violence. What?
4: You know, I found out a really interesting thing on IMDb. Uh, watching it yesterday, um, they filmed all of this in like 22, 23 frames a second to overcome the clunky nature of the costumes.
0: Wow. Oh, that's really quiet. Yeah. But your, your timer's up. I'm just blabbing at this point. Yeah. <laughs> I saw. It, I, I peaked at the timer thirty yeah. seconds
4: ago, and I knew. It was really <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know, you're running out of time. Yeah. <laughs> do you remember when you peaked at the timer? <laughs> <laughs> I do. It was just thirty seconds ago. <laughs> do you remember that time? When? Uh, here I can go next because I think running out of time is very. Uh, it works for my movie. Ooh, nice! Oh, <laughs> oh no. Segway, man. Yeah. Dun, dun,
3: dun,
0: dun. Uh, so my timer starts now. Uh, do you guys remember that time? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> go for it. Uh, no, good I'm good not format. going to do that. Uh, so my movie is Speed because I can't think of a better '90s Whoa. action film. Oh. Than Speed
3: oh. action film, yeah. Um, yes.
4: John well, can.
0: And when I think of uh Oh, I disagree with him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Let's well, but, get to that later. <laughs> but when I think of like the 90s quintessential movies, mm-hmm. like I think action movies. Because there was something about 90s action films that were not in the 80s. They were not in the 2000s. They were nothing before. It was just this like, specific mm, die time. Die Hard. I still think that's different. Yeah. Okay. I, I could argue why it's different in a different yeah, we'll podcast. But yeah, I mean, and it, it helps that the guy who shot Die Hard directed this. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's, there's just something about that 90s action movie that I think... This movie encompasses pretty much everything, which mm-hmm. is just kind of like, it's just kind of like carefree nature of just like, fuck it. We're just going to do whatever the hell we want. Whether or not it makes sense, this is what we're doing.
1: Absolutely none.
0: And it, this movie, <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to Chewy about this last night when I was watching it. And I, I kind of had the, the joy of seeing it as a child not knowing how to drive and just going, this looks like so much fun. And now that I live in L.A. and I look at all this, I'm like this is the most stressful movie I've ever it's seen. extremely <laughs> stressful. Yeah, yeah, when I watched
5: this again, I, I'd forgotten that it was LA, L.A. traffic. LA. And as soon as they're doing it, I'm like this oh is god. actually oh god get, on the yeah. free, get off the freeway get yeah. on the freeway yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I was like I was doing something else while
0: watching it yeah. and yeah. I, was, I had to stop doing that because I couldn't deal with like functions yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. they're like getting off the freeway you can't get off the freeway it's gonna be locked if you get off the freeway but you can't be on the freeway because there's gonna be no moving on the freeway where do you go with your bus yeah, <laughs> right.
1: yeah. At that, that's, that's the awful. most amazing thing is like this is LA there's no way that they could sustain that for... Right. And we're not
0: used to <laughs> traffic. It's actually a day. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's supposed to be... It starts at 8.50 and it goes to 11 a.m. So it's supposed to just be like two hours. What? Oh, yeah. wow. Are you serious? Yeah, because <laughs> he gets the phone call from uh <laughs> yep. Why am I blanking on his name now? The villain. Dennis Hopper. Thank yeah. you, Dennis Hopper. He gets a phone call from Dennis Hopper at 8.50. He goes, I want my $3 million by 11 a.m. Get
3: out!
0: Yeah, so yeah. the whole thing takes place in a very short amount of but time. But
1: why is it dusk <laughs> when and then... they meet each other again at... The... Isn't uh, it isn't it dusk when they like have their moment at the end?
4: Yeah, because the movie goes on after the bus. Yeah. Oh, through. you're right. Because there's a little yeah. bit of time in between the yeah. bus and, and the train.
0: Wow. Yeah, yeah, they thought about this. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing that I like about the movie, and this is where I'll, I'll kind of get into... I, I feel like it kind of set the pace for like well-written action films. And I know that mm-hmm. it's dumb, but they, if you watch the movie just kind of like... If you've ever been to film school, if you've ever studied film or like that, they do a really good job laying out everything that's going to happen in like the first sequence. Mm-hmm. Like everything from they're having the conversation on the elevator where it's about to blow up. It's like, why am I doing this again? Oh, so you can get your retirement, your cheap gold watch. And then later you find out that the guy oh, yeah. who blew, blew up the bus did it with a cheap gold watch. And right. then it's like, they do so many things with just like all foreshadowing and it's really well written. Where if you know the movie, it's kind of corny. But if you've this is your first time watching it, it's like, oh wow, the amount of callbacks mm-hmm. yeah. is surprisingly good. And it's for a page I think a sixty-page script. is, I think what it really? ended up. Wow. wow. Yeah, it's yeah. like known as one of the shortest scripts ever to get like a full like I think it's an hour forty-five. Wow. Pa- pa-
4: page forty-five, they're on the bus and it's
0: going fast.
4: Yeah. It's page forty-six,
3: <laughs> it's the end of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> awesome.
0: Dang. But. Uh, when I look at the movie just as a whole, like it has the things that I like. It has like the the obnoxiously huge explosions, mm-hmm. like nothing ever blows <laughs> up quite that big. Yeah. Nope. Mm-hmm. Uh it has that. It has uh, fucking Keanu Reeves, which who was just great in like both the eighties and the nineties, and he was actually somehow able to maintain a career this still. This made today. him,
1: like speed made
0: him. Oh, Keanu. Yeah. 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 I mean you could make Bill the Ted, argument but but I would argue point break. Um, oh,
1: yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's
2: right. But he yeah. did But that was more big. Patrick Swayze. Yeah.
0: yeah. That's true, yeah. That I was mean, really Patrick Swayze. Uh, it was, was kind of more Point Break that got him speed, and then speed yeah. is what yeah. made him huge. And exactly. the same thing with um, yeah, exactly. Sandra Bullock. She'd done a bunch of stuff before this, but it was but mostly, like it, drama roles. Demolition yeah. Man yeah. was like right before,
3: and then Ugh. she did speed. Yeah, it, but they Demolition got, Man is... Nah. We're <laughs> not going to
0: talk yeah. about... <laughs> no, that's Delish not
3: nostalgic for that at all.
1: What... Wesley Snipes, with blonde hair. <laughs> what?
4: Hey, this was the Dennis Rodman era, all that right.
0: Was amazing, <laughs> amazingly
1: stupid, but
0: yeah, but it was amazing. So I'll take credit for Sandra Bullock and Speed because I don't want to talk about Demolition Man anymore. Right. That's uh, fair, but like in this kind of. It did a fun thing where it made people want to see Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock in movies together. Even mm. though, I mean, yeah. Sandra Bullock is a much better actress, I think, than Keanu Reeves is an, an actor. Um, I mean, Keanu Reeves has his, his place in film, and it's great. I love yeah. John Wick. I'm super excited for oh, John Wick God, too. Awesome. The first Matrix is amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Matrix. <Yeah. coughs> and he's charismatic. Um, um, he's
5: passionate about the movies he's
1: he, in. Yeah. Yeah. Is he charismatic? In
5: he, his own, in his own, way. In his own like, way, in his own way, he's
1: <laughs> a delightful weirdo. Like,
4: it, can <laughs> I, you? Yeah. I was watching Ghostbusters. Would you call uh, Bill Murray charismatic? Because he's goofy, but he's very low energy. Yeah. No, but yeah,
1: Bill Murray is is actually really charismatic. Like to the point where people just relay stories about their interactions with him. <laughs> well, that's like, because
4: he's weird now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. But he's he's kind of. But
1: he's not as. He's he's got more charisma than Canaries. Yeah. is is kind of more. More weirdo <laughs> than. But, but then you're, just, but then you're
5: drawn that, to the weirdness. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, as I was watching this, I was very drawn to his, like,
0: his character,
5: him as an actor. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. very easy to watch. Exactly. Very he's easy
0: yeah. to. He might easy not be the best Yeah, he might not be the greatest actor of the world. And I don't mean that as a knock against him because yeah. he's still you enjoy seeing him on screen. Exactly. He, he's kind of an well, everyman. he's
2: good in his own way. He, he is, yeah. yeah that, that's more what I mean. Right, yeah. yeah, if he's cast in the right role, he's yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. And, if, um, if our directors yeah. and
0: writers know how to use him, he's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And Speed oh, yeah, is like yeah. the perfect example exactly. of how to use him. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, because with
5: anybody else, you you might not believe that he's a cop, you know? Yeah. Because like, yeah. he seems very youthful in this face, but he just carries himself so like exactly. yeah. newly professional that like, right. oh yeah, I buy that he's a new cop that like, Follows the rules, kind of very affi- like professional. He follows rules. and he his yeah. own played rules. that for a while. <laughs> yeah.
1: The same with Point Break, he did yeah. play like the new the new FBI agent. Yeah. It was like,
4: so he's really good yeah. at like out of place action star. Yeah.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. I and mean, it's the same thing with the Matrix. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I just yeah. Want to Say the yeah. Matrix was the exact same thing. Which yep. was '99. I almost chose that for this, but then oh. it just Ooh. felt a little too late. Uh, so for the end of my thing here, I still have another couple minutes here. I have to talk about why I consider it '90s nostalgia because there's things that I. saw in the 90s that will forever like place this movie in the 90s Mm -hmm. for me Uh, the first time I saw this movie it was I never got to see it in theaters because it was rated R and I was too young so my dad would let me see it once it came to uh, when it came home because it's basically just swearing that made it rated R and Mm -hmm. he's like well just don't say the words they say in this and you can watch it I'm like "All right, cool (laughs) I can do that uh, but I remember the first time I saw it my dad and I had a huge argument over whether or not Jeff Daniels was the same guy from Dumb and Dumber <laughs> <laughs> cuz I did not believe him. Really? I'm like wow. no that can't be him because that guy's goofy and funny and this guy isn't and it's that was I hard could to believe about I Jack. could uh, not that speaks you to Jeff connect. Daniels yeah. it does and these came out in the same year. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like there was no way that I could believe that this was the same dude mm. acting uh, yeah That's crazy He's a really good one. He's very good.
5: He is very good. Well, I mean, you take it for granted. Then I was—I'd forgotten he was in this, and I was like,
0: "Wow!" And he's so good at it. And he pulls (laughs) it off. Uh, The other thing—the other moment in this movie that I have to talk about—that I for—I mean. Well I'll do this one first So when I was a kid And I was watching it one time And this is the one time My dad finally shut me down He's like no you have to go home Or you have to go to bed uh, It was on TV <laughs> Your dad sent you home uh, Get out of my house uh, No so we're uh, uh-huh. We're watching it on TV And I was getting ready To go to bed And he's like alright You can watch Just another five minutes I'm like no dad I'll just watch it Until the bus scene is over And he, <laughs> watched, he let that go For about 15 minutes Like wait that's the whole movie Go to bed <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then my sister and I always loved the, uh, the oh shit guy. Cause that's what we'd always say when my parents were not in the room. But the guy who's like driving the car, the yeah, convertible yeah, yeah, yeah. and like, do you have insurance in this car? Uh, yeah. Why? And then he does the whole slam of the brakes and blows the door off the yeah. car. <laughs> and it's like awesome to a kid. Like, holy God, that's yeah. so cool. Whereas I think about that now. I'm like, that might just throw the car completely out of whack and you'd just be fucked. You not if you just action star. Yeah. Yeah. If you're in the nineties action movie, yeah. everything mm-hmm. will be fine. In real life, you might've just killed the two of you. Uh, yes. <laughs> Which I'm totally fine with, because that's that's <laughs> what's great about the 90s action films. They would
1: it's, all be dead by the end of the. Yeah. They played if it were real life. Yeah. Like, they with played the with, oh, subway. They'd all be dead. They, they'd <laughs> they'd all be dead in the
0: subway, and they'd most definitely all be. our Keanu Reeves would have died under the fucking bus. when yes. he took the cart underneath it. Yeah. He would have been
1: dead. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, if but he had a
0: screwdriver, therefore he's able to plug the gas tank and hang onto the bottom of the bus. Like yeah. if we're awesome. talking about and realism,
4: they, they would have died immediately yeah. when yeah. the bus hit
0: traffic. Yeah, basically. Or when they try to take like a. 90 degree turn right. at like fucking 50 miles per hour in a bus Mm-mm. oh the bus might flip let's all just stand on this side of the bus and it won't no <laughs> yeah. how about
4: that, that jump where they really would have just gone face first into the, oh my
5: the underpass Mythbusters proved that wrong I know and I kept thinking about that <laughs> do we watching? need
0: Mythbusters for that though <laughs> probably I mean, not I have common sense it goes no buses don't just magically flip but, up when they yeah. hit an edge I always yeah. thought that
4: watching Mythbusters about every the movie all yeah. their movie episodes
0: um, but as a whole, like this movie for me just like defined what I wanted to see in action in the mm-hmm. '90s, and like yeah. so many other movies, I feel like try to borrow from it or try to emulate it, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. and many to pretty good degree, like they did a pretty good job with it. But it was still like when I watched those movies, like when I watched say like Con Air, which was another one I was thinking of, it was like, well, this is kind of fun. I like that this. is speed and air. Like, yeah, yeah, but it's yeah. it's speed, yeah. and yeah. then you know you could always if you get really bored you can try to give your second. Want a shot and watch Speed 2 Cruise Control. Oh (laughs) my gosh. Uh, That's
1: actually like a really good point about Keanu Reeves having some type of delightful weirdo charisma because Jason Patrick was boring as all hell.
4: Yeah. Yeah. And Keanu
0: Reeves read that script and went, no. Yeah. Yeah. What if we give you more? No. Just no. no. Yeah. I'm not going to do it. (laughs) I I would buy my entire
4: stunt team a a motorcycle on the Matrix, but I won't do this movie. (laughs) I'm not that charitable. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm out of time
5: though. So whoever wants to go next. I'll go next. Uh, just getting kind of in the action vein. Uh, there was in the '90s. I felt like there was two types of action movies, and the one that I kind of loved the most that I would watch with my dad were the more serious ones. You, the Speed is more of the kind of the goofier, unrealistic Looney Tunes Looney Tunes version. Yeah. But the the kind of the man against the establishment, the man against, you know, his uh, circumstance. The more kind of dar- the darker ones were what kind of I was really drawn to. I like dark things and things that are a struggle. The struggle of mm-hmm. the common man and uh, The Fugitive is my movie, and mm. uh, hmm. yeah, Sorry. what kind of keeps it as a favorite in mind is just... It's a dad movie. It's a dad movie. It is totally a dad It is, movie. It it is, is. Totally a movie it that totally you watch is. with your dad, sort of yeah. like um, The Firm, or Falling Down, or things like those. You where watch it's like The Firm
1: with your dad? <laughs> <laughs> That is a sexy
3: movie.
5: <laughs> well, I didn't watch those parts. It was more like get it's like out of here basic instinct. Like, yeah, dad, yeah. let's watch these. I didn't watch those. <laughs> but there are those where it's just like that the common theme of like the one guy fighting against circumstances beyond mm-hmm. his control. A lot of the Harrison Ford movies were like that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's kind of those movies were what I've drawn to the most and Fugitive is kind of my favorite one. It's set in Chicago, so that's you know having mm. been in Chicago mm-hmm. for quite a while, there's a sense of home. Oh, to absolutely. be cheesy about yeah. it. Yeah. And all those locations, there's a a neat aspect to that. They really
0: shot most of it in
5: Chicago. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. a, a real
1: Chicago of movie. Of yeah. Of films in the 90s a good amount were, were shot in Chicago. Chicago. They right. were. Yeah. yeah. If you look back, right, Chucky, well, well uh, Candy also, While You're Sleeping, etc. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
5: and what I like Sandra Bullock Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. And <laughs> I like that the the two the protagonist and antagonist, Tommy Lee Jones and Harrison Ford, they were they're really smart and the movie yeah. makes it clear. Like you never know if the one guy's going to get the you know the advantage over the other, and it could be either way. Like everything, like they're all kind of playing this cat and mouse game, mm. and it's very thrilling. Like oh,
0: the, to discredit your movie really quick, <laughs> they do make it very clear by saying how smart they are every five minutes. Yeah, <laughs> Harrison Ford is the smartest man alive. Well, I'm just as smart, but he's smarter. I might be smart. They say it mm. all the time. They do yeah. say it all, <laughs> and, and at the same time, they they manage to back it
5: up too. They do. They do which, do a good job backing it up. You know, yeah. But you know, yeah, the the saying it over and over again is kind of annoying, but. At the same time, Harrison Ford doing one thing, and Tommy Lee Jones is like, you know, what if he did this? Like, he's always kind of catching up or mm-hmm. trying to guess him. And there's the one scene where they're in the um, municipal building, and Harrison Ford is trying to um, go to the guy, trying to interview a one-armed man behind. Oh right, yeah. Mm-hmm. And as he's leaving, he gets out, and Tommy Lee Jones would have killed him. It were not for that glass. There's that moment between them, where it's like, I shot you in the head and the chest, on the ground, head and the chest. It's thrilling, like, it's just <laughs> thrilling and I overuse that word, but as a as no, a kid, I mean, when this you're is this, a thriller, like, that is yeah. what it yeah, is. Yeah, you're not overusing like, the word because that is exactly what yeah. this is, and so. it's something that you know we don't see enough of that is just a thriller. There's a, we have a lot of thrillers and today, right? Mm-hmm. And this was just pure and simple a thriller.
1: My only thing is that it's a remake of a 1950s show, right? So, wow, is it quintessential 90s? <laughs> <laughs> She well, is just asking <laughs> the question, <laughs> yeah. 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 and it's very simply Harrison Ford.
5: Like yeah. he did a lot of those action movies. Yeah. He was kind of the the lead action. That was his series. '90s
1: shtick, with yeah. action films.
5: And when you're watching that, that's that's the feel. Like watching Harrison Ford kind of do his non-Star Wars thing or non-Indiana Indiana Jones, Jones thing felt very '90s. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and old, I saw a lot of those. And watched those on, yeah. c- on cable yeah. all the time. It's true. It's I weird. I th- almost
2: picked Patriot Games because of
5: Harrison. Yeah, Patriot Ford. Yeah. Games. Yeah. Um, I th- there's so many of them.
1: I didn't realize Harrison Ford was like actually considered sexy until I got older because hmm. in the 90s he was like, he wasn't even really that old, but he was like the old guy in yeah. Dire Consequences <laughs> I mean, all the yeah. time. I was, he so went so from weird. young
0: guy to old guy immediately. Like like the like and then yeah. he stayed old guy, but the thing right. is, he never yeah. got older. He, right. always
1: start, he always started as essentially old guy. It was just, he he, was nobody really 30s. thought about yeah. it. Yeah, He yeah. was already in his mid-30s when yeah. he did um, Star Wars. Star Wars. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even
0: you watch American Graffiti, he's the older kid. He's always the older guy.
1: Yeah. So he just stopped being a a sex symbol per se.
5: And I like that the uh, side characters in the martial service got their due. They kind of had their own little character moments. You don't get that a lot in action movies where you focus on the two main guys and kind of leave everyone else. But there's the long haired guy, the curly haired guy who almost dies in the encounter with the first fugitive Mm. and their exchange is is pretty great. You know, I don't, I don't negotiate. Can you hear that? Like he he talks to his deaf ears like, yeah, I don't negotiate. And that leads me to Tommy Lee Jones. So good. Like, even just his interaction with his
0: men, you feel like they have a history as a unit working together. Uh, he has, I think, on the table, it's just tough to say with Ninja Turtles, but he has the best line of any movie here. Tommy Lee Jones, which yeah. is when he says, uh, I did not kill my wife. I don't, I don't care. care. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking great. But when we were talking about
5: this, I even used that gif. I, I yeah. think of that moment almost all the time. Mm-hmm. And I liked that his, like they each, he had his code and that until it, like he didn't care. It didn't matter whether he killed his wife. Yeah, he needed to bring him in, and yeah. then when all these other factors came into play, uh, then that be kind of became the big deal.
0: Yeah. And this he was b- set in the future. He'd totally to be a judge. Yeah, <laughs> a, <laughs> a judge, as in Judge Dread. Red. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I got it. That's <laughs> <laughs> the reference. That's <laughs> and another thing that makes it '90s <laughs> is just how,
5: like, usually these movies kind of speak to what we're afraid of of the time what, what our bad guys are yeah. mm-hmm. and a corrupt pharta- pharmaceutical company essentially is the bad guy in this some small little like some big company but just company corruption is the the, the scary thing right yeah. that's coming back that in was, a
1: big way right now it is. Yeah. Yeah. it is that's why they even referenced that when, when they did the X-Files um, right uh, can't think of the word that reboot? you say reboot yeah. thank you um they talked about how like when the x-files left it was right when september 11th happened mm. and they couldn't sustain like this fear of the government mentality with x-files because the the climate was changing and people wanted to believe in their government so that's why they had to yeah. had to cut call it a day yeah i know and it's Poor just
5: X-Files. <laughs> well and it's just interesting that it, despite you know all the plotty stuff that's not as important as you know harrison ford's character trying to reclaim his innocence Mm -hmm. but it's nice in the background i don't know it 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 feels quaint until recently as these things are starting to kind of come back Mm -hmm. and it feels like a a cool snapshot um i forget the actor's name as the kind of the second hand man to timely jones joe pantiliano yep he's
0: one of my favorite character actors ever oh (laughs) shit (laughs) a very 90s very 90s guy yeah yeah. wasn't he in the matrix he was in the the matrix Matrix. yep yeah and sure in was. Sopranos and he was in uh, Bound as well he's wasn't he's great he? yep. if you he's need
1: r- somebody who's gonna be like the bad Italian dude yep. yeah yeah. <laughs> and guy.
5: man does he ever get it in the face with that beam I still cringe every time I watch that scene yeah mm-hmm. and it's and much like speed but in a different way it's exciting the whole way through like when they finally yeah. get down to it it's just like they're essentially running around through a hotel yeah and oh, yeah. that is still exciting the Hilton. yeah <laughs> and yeah the um, then there's also the Scrub's guy, the janitor, who has a cameo in there as the police officer. Yeah. And that's that's fine. That's that's fun. Yeah. That a works. little fun nod, especially when you have the um if you treat it as canon that he's the, the janitor acting <laughs> in yeah. the movie,
0: it's even more fun. I had the same thing in Speed with um I'm gonna forget his name, the guy from uh, Ferris Bueller. I like to believe that this is just him it, grown up. Yeah, right yeah. yeah. yeah.
5: <laughs> but it has those 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 cameos and those little things that give it a a tinge of fun. You know, even in, in the fugitive, which is more serious there's still those elements of uh, fun and all, all the, the cameos in this one. There's a lot of cameos. There's, yeah. um, and I always forget her name. The one nurse who tries to like stop him. By oh, Julianne Moore. Julianne Moore. Mm-hmm. That wasn't a cameo. That
0: was just a small role for her. Yeah.
5: <laughs>
1: right. That was just <laughs> early, yeah. early career. Yeah. 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 Pre,
5: a pre cameo before yeah. the hype. And even, yeah. <laughs> it, and even in that, that scene too, where even though he's on the run and doing this other thing, he can't help himself, but take the time to help that kid who's like, you know, and even her yeah. lines like, well, he saved his life. Yeah. And it's, that moment, too, where, the, you know, it starts to change for timely Jones, like, there's, like this guy is not, there's more to this. And I like that eventually he gets involved and he's like, oh, no, don't tell anybody that I actually kind of care. <laughs> you know, th- there's these, these character moments between those two and they're very, it's very cool that those two guys, like their their interaction, their arc together. And I like how they play off each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I
0: like how they play off each other without ever really <coughs> ever being together. Yeah, they really only mm-hmm. share like two scenes together in the whole movie, but you feel like their relationship. Right, they're great counterparts. Yeah, and then there's
5: that one scene where um, they're trying to decipher where Harrison Ford's calling from. You know, now now you know now offloading at Merchandise Mart. Yeah, or whatever. And that scene is cool because it, it, there's detective work in this movie, mm-hmm. and I like that. That's kind of what I like to see. If I, I kind of attach to that.
0: No, if I you go back through like our, all of our battle episodes, you usually pick the movies that are like one guy versus one guy. Yeah, like, you yeah. really go for those things. Like yeah. You did that with James Bond all the time too. It, yeah, yeah. I, as soon as you pick this movie, I'm like, yeah, that seems like John, <laughs> and, I, and I don't even realize that. That's that's yeah. one thing. Oh, I picked up on it. Well, that's good. know, <laughs> no, that's good. I, I have a type.
5: Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, you that's, have 30 seconds of That's really the main thing, and the that train scene at the very beginning. Mm. Oh, so good. Like oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Just the setup and just the excitement and the like the trains coming after him. I know they make fun of it in one of the Leslie Nielsen movies. I forget yep. which one it is.
0: I think it's spy hard.
1: They left that there. They left the wreck yeah. there. So you can like in the town, I think
5: you can Oh really? That's see awesome. It. That's mm-hmm. awesome. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. The one with the trains hiding behind the tree <laughs> trying to poke out. <laughs> yeah out of time. Yeah.
0: I dug it. I should turn up this timer. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah,
4: it's more fun when the audience hears <laughs> <laughs> it. Yeah. yeah. You <laughs> should yeah. mic the timer. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: So let's do this. Um, <laughs> Agreed. I'm like listening to everybody and I'm like, oh, yeah, it's, I got to go. I got to go soon. OK, so I actually picked a film that is somewhat different than all of these because it's not necessarily set in the 90s world, per se, for most of the movie. But I picked the 1991 fantasy adventure film Hook. Mm-hmm by Steven Spielberg. And if you know me as a person, I'm a very magical, fairy, adventure, fantasy person. So I had to go with, <laughs> with this film. But it's very interesting. I actually had other films that were completely different than this. But, um, you know, it was early 90s. And even though a lot of it takes place in Neverland, I feel like this is one of the films, when you go back and watch it, you see the start of the technology and all of that stuff that's starting to come out You know, today it's no big deal to be on your cell phones and stuff like that. But Mm -hmm. this was like, I remember being like five years old and watching this movie and he has his cell phone (laughs) and I'm like, what is that? Like, you know, so it's the start of the 90s. And it's, you know, when you watch those scenes. Um, But yeah, this is a very special and very personal film to me. It's probably the one movie that if I think back, defined me as a person as Mm -hmm. like, you know, as Mm -hmm. a kid. Because it's it's us living in that world and then wanting to go to Neverland. Oh, yeah. Right. Wanting yeah. to scream
0: goodnight Neverland before you go to bed. Yeah. 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 You just
2: like, you know, so even over something like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which was also very defining to me, and some of the other the movies, I always go back to Hook because I'm like, I wanted to be those kids. I wanted to be, yeah. yeah, um,
0: The best treehouse ever. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: yeah. And I I think for me, it was the introduction of Robin Williams because being a kid, I didn't really know Robin. He was a but Yeah. But that was was actually after. Oh, yeah. Because with this, this is how I discovered Hook. My parents didn't really tell me about it or anything. I was little. I was like five or six. Um, My brother took me to see Beauty and the Beast and my two older brothers went to see Hook. And Beauty and the Beast finished before Hook. So my other brother took me into the rest of the movie. And oh, it's okay. the f- the end scene mm-hmm. with Hook mm-hmm. and Robin Williams, Peter Pan, mm-hmm. and the crocodile. And I was like, what is this? Yeah. Why didn't you guys tell me about this movie? It's <laughs> magical. So I begged them to take me to it. And the next day, they, they actually took me back to see Hook. Mm-hmm. You have this movie here that I think, you know, it didn't necessarily get the best reviews. No. And I am astonished you know yeah. I <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's you know what I never thought about it until as I got older and I started to reminisce about this movie when I'd bring it up people are like yeah I'm like <laughs> if you were really? a
0: kid when this came out most people hate it most people yeah. think it's yeah. over long yeah. it's boring they don't but it like oh. it blows my
2: mind yeah. but the funny thing is is though recently a lot of people went back to watch it At when Robin Roman Williams guy. passed yeah. away mm-hmm. yeah and for example, my my boyfriend did not like it because he was, he was a little bit older when mm. it had come out. Mm. But when he went back to watch it, he was amazed by how much it actually, like, impact him yeah. this time around, like, as an adult going back and watching it. Oh,
1: my God. I was just talking about this last night. Yeah. Because I was talking about, like, I'm doing this podcast tomorrow and I have to, like, fight against Hook. And I don't, <laughs> don't want to fight against it's Hook. It's like, because you know what? It's, it is. It's hard. But it's one of those rare films where you can – see it as a child and it means something to you as a child and like it, what Hook brought up for me you know with the whole idea of, of what it means to grow up and exactly. being a kid and then to see it as an adult especially after Robin died. Exactly. And the very last line he says is like to live would be the greatest adventure. and yeah. you're just like
3: I'm gonna die. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But
1: how you understand like what it means to become an adult and what it what it means to forget how to play and like how to find your youth again. It's
2: beautiful. I think for us when we grew like for me, when the last time that I watched it, which was actually like a month ago Mm. to get into the nineties feel I watch it and I see those scenes before they go off to Neverland and I remember my childhood mm. in the 90s and it actually makes me cry because <laughs> I'm like, I miss those days. It was, as I said earlier, the start of the technology, mm. the start of like people being very business you know, related um, just like Robin Williams is in, in the movie. But then all of a sudden, if you just let it go and you can go to Neverland, you can Mm -hmm. go to this magical world. Um, and I think that's a big thing in the nineties. You saw it as you were saying earlier about like the eighties films where you saw like the Goonies and stuff like that, where it was kids and fantasy adventure. And this is one of the, to me, one of the last really defining movies like that, where Mm -hmm. I know when I was a kid, again, I wanted to be one of those kids so badly. Um, I think the performances are also just absolutely wonderful. All those
1: kids are awesome.
2: All of the kids are great. Now, uh, reading about it, Steven Spielberg was actually very stressed out with all of those kids because he was basically letting them be kids, Mm -hmm. which is so great because you go back and you watch it and you're like, yep, that was me back in 1991, Mm. 92, 93. Like, that's what we acted like. And it stressed him out. So he actually didn't have fond memories mm-hmm. of it. <laughs> he was, he he did not necessarily enjoy working with the kids to the point that he questioned whether or not he wanted any more himself. Oh, wow. Yeah. I know. It's very well, that, interesting. That's a
1: lot of kids to work yeah, with. Yeah. It's a know. lot
2: of kids. And that's like when you watch it, it's so wild and free. And that's what kids should be. Yeah. You know, I think Steven Spielberg. And all of them, um, actually Kathleen Kennedy was one of the producers and I didn't realize that until recently. They just did such a, a fantastic job creating Neverland in this world and casting Dustin Hoffman, oh, and yeah. who's fantastic. One of my favorite scenes, and I think everybody just loves it, is the scene with Bob Hoskins as yes. Smee. Sme. And he's about to kill himself and stop he's stop like, me. don't Sme. Stop, Sme. Me. Sme, stop me. Smee, stop me. Please stop me. Oh stop <laughs> me, I'm going to kill myself. He yeah. is
1: like... <laughs> Perfect. I did not know that was Dustin Hoffman until yeah. I got older. I know. I, and I was like, that's
3: because
0: he was hooked.
1: Yeah. He was like, hooked. He's short. Dustin Hoffman's like a short, like kind of squirrely dude. And I was like, That's hook. Yeah. That's yeah. And
2: it's 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 interesting because and I do love the idea of Peter Pan growing, you know, being yeah, a real guy. And then for and I think it's very like heartbreaking and mm-hmm. that he forgot all of it. Yeah. He became that's it's real life. I know and that's, that's why I picked it it's just such a beautiful yeah. movie I can't get over it. John Williams doing the score yeah. it's beautiful um Brian sent and posted the the remix yeah the pogo remix and just watching so that it is so good the other thing about this film is you have such iconic characters that are not necessarily in the Peter Pan world but mm-hmm. they created like Rufio
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Rufio. Oh. Yeah.
2: Rufio. Rufio. Oh. Yeah. yeah. He's fantastic. And we love it. And like, he
5: doesn't age.
2: He doesn't age. And In real sh- life. No. Yeah. This man
1: still looks like this. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I Same mean, hair,
0: right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: He is Without great. the feathers. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: So, uh, I guess what I'm trying to say is I think that this film really does carry at least four nineties children mm-hmm. and people of our age. and no matter what age you are, but just to bring it into the 90s. You go back and you watch this. This was a very, very key film for a lot of us at that point. Mm-hmm. And even as I got older in the 90s, you know, the film was out two years, three years. I'd always go back and watch it, and I would get the same feeling, feeling every yeah. time I would watch it. Um, and I just kind of relate that back to m- my own 90s nostalgia and that feel of wanting to go back to that, to being a kid, Yeah, you know, and I, maybe I'm biased, but I do think that the early nineties were the best
0: (laughs) for children. For
2: children. It was (laughs) the best. And yeah. um,
0: The one thing you haven't mentioned that I I feel needs to be mentioned for your movie specifically is the set.
2: Oh, the set! Oh. They it's did just such a, an amazing gorgeous. job that yeah.
0: apparently everyone on the crew, while they're making it, yeah. would bring in their family, their friends, because this was something you had to see, wow. yeah. which it, is something they just don't yeah, do anymore. They right? don't
2: do that, yeah. and I no. think like what we were talking about with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, um, because they are both kind of similar films in that way, um, that everything was built. This was right. before. Again, um, a lot so, of CGI. yeah, it's yeah. it's the start of it, but yeah. it's still built and they did it in sound stages, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, just many, built. many
0: sounds. Many yeah. of them.
2: It's just a gorgeous film. And again, like when people say it's awful, I go back and I watch it and I'm just the look well, of it right. alone. Yeah. I'm like, how can you watch this movie and not be touched by it? I think yep. that those are the lawyers. Those are yeah. the lawyers <laughs> and the grownups and the pirates. Yeah. They're, like, not
1: open to it. Right. You reference it in your life without even thinking about it. Like, yeah. there's an right. improv group called Bangarang. And I was like, Bangarang! Yeah. <laughs> Why yeah. do I know that? That's, <laughs> that's... Or, you know, or you're like, someone says something about a crow, and you're like, can you crow? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, it just, like, uh. kind of, like, shoots out at you random moments. And, and you It's know, awesome. It's yeah. very
5: sentimental. And I, I feel yeah. like today we have a problem with getting back to sentimentality. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. We, we just, we just, we just kind of grew out of it and, you know, we're so jaded now that it's a difficult transition. We to yeah.
2: Struggle. We're Pannings. all Peter Pannings yeah. because yeah. we've yeah. all grown up and all we have to do is just kind of let go like he does in the film and you're going to get brought back into mm-hmm. that world. Perfect. Nice so that's
1: hook. <laughs> so my, well, I was, I was thinking about the nineties. I, you know, I spent majority of my childhood watching movies. I didn't really go outside. Um, I was an indoor kid, but, uh, Aren't we all? right yep. Um, <laughs> But I was like, well, what do I think about? When I think about the 90s, what do I think about? I was like, well, I think about Clueless. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, And because Clueless um, was so quintessential 90s. Like, I watched yeah. it this morning, and I was like, oh, my God. Like, one, it's very much aware of its time. <laughs> At my yeah. whole notebook. Um, <laughs> it's very much aware of its time and where it stands in in society. So it's in 1995. It's right in the middle, smack dab. There was actually a clueless lexicon that came out so that because they invented um, words yeah. to go to to create this type of world of these like Beverly Hills teenagers that to this day we still use without even really oh, yeah. thinking about it. You know, if I say like you know or <laughs> As if, which I that's rarely if. say anymore, but, or whatever. Like, after that movie came out, everyone was using those terms. Yeah. Like, it was, even the whole idea of, like, someone being a Barney, which I haven't heard in forever. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I do recall a time where people would say that, you know, and so that that's a, uh, I keep saying, you know. Um, you know. You know. <laughs> so, for me, that was, it was kind of like, yeah, they just really touched on like what it was to live in that time and what was important to at least the youth of that generation. I can't yeah. speak to older people of that generation. But um, they they played with a lot of things. They played with like uh, the the fashion sense of the nineties, mm-hmm. a lot of the music mm-hmm. uh, they use oh, is the is,
0: soundtrack's awesome. Yes. Yeah.
1: Or even that fake rollin' with my homies song. Like that's <laughs> yeah. like oh. so 90s, yeah. like you know, to call anyone a homie. I had a substitute <laughs> teacher that used to call us homies. <laughs> he thought he's been hip. He was so old. He'd be like, hey, yeah. hey, homie, hey, sit down, homie. <laughs> like, like,
3: homie, sit down. You know, yeah.
1: it was like 2003. He shouldn't have been saying oh, that. Oh, man. Anymore. It's actually but, kind
5: of a good way to, like, Gauge the room. Actually, if you watch it, walk into a big room of people and be like, "Hey, homie, what's up?" and then everyone like their reaction. Yeah, that's you're, how you know yeah. how old they are. Yeah, yeah.
1: they, yeah. they understand what you're saying, uh. they, were, they had some type of understanding of the '90s. You know, so there was that. There was just like the the casting of. Um, I have to pull up the the names, but Alicia Silverstone mm-hmm. as yeah. Cher. Stacey Dash, who's been disowned by all the black people, uh, as <laughs> Um Brittany Murphy, oh. Brittany Murphy, you know, rest in peace. Yeah. I love her. I she love was her. a '90s actress, and absolutely. She, and <laughs> unfortunately, because she did pass away, that like like that's what she's known for is being yep. that '90s actress. Uh, Donald Faison, Breckin Meyer, Jeremy Sisto—that was like his life was the '90s yep. until yep. purgatory. Aww. Dan Hedaya as Mel, the father. He was the angry father mm-hmm. or the angry ex husband. So good at Every single mm-hmm. yeah. 90s film. So they knew what they were doing. It was directed and written by Amy Hecklering. She went um, directed Look Who's Talking and Look Who's Talking Too. <laughs> and Fast Times at Richmond High, which is one of my favorite fast ever. Fast Times at Richmond That's High. Those so we'll, are all better than Flubber.
4: Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> oh. It's a, a beautiful throwback to Fast Times at Richmond High. And it also set up how we kind of frame high school in movies now. So oh, yeah. that whole introduction scene of of Ty walking with Cher in them and they're explaining like those are the slackers and those mm-hmm. are the Armenian or Russian, yeah. you know, lobster group. <laughs> and I was watching The Magicians and they do that in the very first episode. They're walking mm-hmm, through yep. it and they're like, those are the psychics and the this and the that. So it's something that we picked up on there and kept repeating. Mm-hmm. So it, it still has its place in society even now. Um, what else was I gonna say? I got so much to say. Oh, and Paul Rudd, oh, yeah, uh-huh. Paul yeah. Rudd as the dark, surly 18 year old college kid, you know, bringing back the plaid and making plaid cool for non grunge kids. Uh, just that was the kind of the, the start of his career, and nobody thought he would end up becoming the Paul Rudd we know. Oh, yeah, Ant-Man. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ant Man uh other stuff that he did that was <laughs> r- much better than yeah. um but just like that not, i'm not i, I think I'man's man's really cool but even like um even went hot american summer playing like i was gonna yeah, say that's I my favorite one. role of his yeah. Yeah. i did not think he was a comedian oh, i mean so he was funny. great in in clueless but i mm-hmm. did not really understand how funny he was until oh, he later until on yeah. it, until yep, later yep, yep, on yep. But even like the the cameo of the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. Oh my god, that's scene. so nineties. So yeah. it's very nineties. Everyone's in overalls. You yeah. know? <laughs> Everyone's wearing some type of plaid. They have those big box hats that are happening. Uh they keep talking about their clogs and their platforms and somebody oh my has gosh, like
2: platforms.
1: A stupid red convertible BMW, which you, you know, you don't really think about that being in nineties, but even her car having a Jeep Wrangler and that kind
3: of stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's yeah.
1: all so like that time because we don't really think about stuff in that way anymore it's not like I can't really say I, I think we have those things that in the odds or I guess we're in the tens now that have really developed and maybe we'll see them later but we could see it so clearly in 1995 mm-hmm. with Clueless yeah like I know you what you're go, saying yeah oh wow like yeah this is this is like a really, a really great reflection mm-hmm. on our culture. Well,
0: the, and the thing, is, a lot of what they wear and do in that movie is what high schoolers are wearing and doing now. Yeah,
1: it's yeah. come back. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. so I
0: live right next to Burbank High School, mm-hmm. and it, it's like, holy shit, it's the '90s. Whatever I by. Yeah, it's it's insane. And
1: they think they're being so original. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was wearing overalls when I was seven. Okay. <laughs> uh, Weren't we all? Right. But you guys just, remember overalls. <laughs> I loved overalls. For remember that best. one
5: scene where they wore overalls?
3: <laughs> <laughs> you do
1: the only weird thing about it, but it was also still very nineties, is just like uh, the racial stereotypes. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, which is like a very nineties thing, like I was watching this morning and he's like listing all the tardies and there's like the Middle Eastern guy who has like 16 tardies, and he like mumbles something in his native language. And then he goes, Janet Hong, zero tardies. And it's like, okay, of course, like the the Asian chick will not have any tardies. Um, and so that was kind of weird. And then when, I loved it when Dee's like shows uh, her boyfriend the the weave she found in his car, and she's like, I do not wear polyester hair. Like, it, it it's... Weird to see stereotypes being played in that way, but it was also incredibly like, yeah, that's true, though. Like, black women do get upset if you try and say that their hair is not 100% human hair and it's braids. Um, but also like the commentary of them, you know, not being stupid kids. Like, there's a point where uh, Dee is telling her boyfriend, like, not to call her a woman, and he goes, um you know, street slang may be mocking but it's not, but it doesn't have a misogynistic undertone. It's yeah. like, what, how old are you kid? Yeah. That was like a, a really big 90's thing, like even with Dawson's Creek and mm-hmm. Gilmore Girls of of teenagers being teenagers but not being idiots, which I appreciated yeah. in the yeah.
4: 90's. I, I didn't, that made me uh, alienated because I was an idiot. i yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> like <Yeah>. me. <laughs> I mean, I didn't speak yeah. like that per se, yeah. but I appreciated it, you know, when I see teen
0: flicks now, Oh yeah!
1: Oh, Awful. that is true. They're morons. They're morons. Yeah.
0: And the, painful. <laughs> but this was more. I mean, as a callback to one of our last yeah. episodes, this was more like in the um, John Hughes realm, where like yeah. they, yeah. they yeah. talked yeah. like adults. Like they talked yeah. not maybe not like adults, but like people of their actual age. Yeah. yeah. They weren't like dumbed down because some forty-year-old wrote the script. It's right. like yeah, you exactly. actually are talking like you talk. They actually
1: did go to Beverly Hills high schools and sit down and listen to the kids talk. And, yeah. And, and, and it shows. And. Yeah. High schoolers, you know, as much as I don't like them now, because um, I'm an adult, but um, <laughs> I'm in high school. You are a really savvy because your brain is constantly absorbing information. Yeah. So how you phrase things and how you go about things, you are probably smarter than your parents in some arenas mm-hmm. because you're learning about stuff that your parents don't think about anymore. Like what do I think about now? How to pay my rent. Yeah. Yeah. Like you know, how to pay my rent.
5: It's Ooh, all atrophy up here, really, now. <laughs> like, yeah. Adulthood is just, yeah. how can I get this job? Yeah. But
1: I'm not sitting here being like, let me quote this wonderful
5: author. How to navigate the sea of author. Like, yeah. social interaction. We don't do that anymore. Yeah, we don't right. think
1: about it anymore. It's a scary world. Just the, the whole idea of L.A. traffic and, hmm. and having lived in L.A. now, yeah. like that whole conversation where they have where um, Elton, the kind of love interest, is trying to take share uh, home. And they keep listing, well, if you take Wilshire to this place and this place and this place.
4: I followed every word this
3: time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And now you're like, I get it. And then, yeah. yeah. And when the father's like, you can get anywhere in LA in 20 minutes. And it's like, ugh that's a lie. <laughs> a lie it's six o'clock in the morning it's completely true at six yeah. o'clock in the morning you can't actually get anywhere yeah. Yeah. I don't
4: know they're, they're from the valley I don't know if you can get anywhere from the valley to another part they of they were LA. from
1: Beverly Hills and they were partying in the valley
4: oh right no,
0: yeah. No yeah so but Beverly Hills to like they're like out past Burbank like that would be a long right. drive
1: I don't if you hop on, are we really going to? do If you hop on, <laughs> uh, okay, or early, or enough, early enough, early to the 405, yeah. or late mm-hmm. enough, yeah. the 101 to the 405 will take you straight down to Beverly yep, Hills. Yeah, be that there. is true.
3: You know, we I mean, if you get off,
4: who's not from LA? <laughs> <laughs> <They're> <laughs> like, if yeah. you get off just before the intersection of the 405 and you take Kester down south and yeah. you jump on past Ventura,
0: <laughs> then you're and good. now you're out of, time. <laughs> now <laughs> I'm out of time.
5: But that's
1: that's my my spiel on Clueless. Yeah. <laughs> what a sad
0: way to have to end that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought that was a great about way. LA traffic. Yeah.
4: I gotta say that I think at, of the movies we brought up at the table, Clueless definitely along with Encino Man feels the most set in the 90s. Like yeah. when I was trying to make my pick, I was running through in my head through like, well, okay, Dazed and Confused to me was like, quintessentially when I was in middle school that's the movie we saw mm-hmm. but that wasn't set in the 90s so mm-hmm. I didn't pick it so Clueless is a great choice yeah
0: yeah that was kind of yeah. my problem when I was looking at this I'm like well do I want this movie that was a great 90s film but it takes place in the 60s mm-hmm. or do I want right. something set yeah. and I went for something set in the I 90s I
1: thought about Empire Records too yep. that was very, that was my like,
4: original pick yeah. but well
0: and
5: even with like TMNT even though it has like 90s merchandising they're still a, a very 80s look like they're in the 80s New York yeah mm-hmm. yeah Oh, speaking and, and of it's, of, like, it's like a pull to it.
1: It's really grungy, and yeah, yeah.
5: it still felt like the nineties. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know what
2: you mean because for me, I was thinking more of like what I thought of in the nineties, like yeah. what movies popped right. up into my head. And there was, like I said, there was, I even thought of Rob Roy, which is like. Yeah. I'm like that's a 90s film. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, no, it's not really set in the right. 90s, yeah. film. but it's, yeah. it's, it's it, you know it was made in the 90s. And when I think back to the 90s, there's different films. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I almost picked Braveheart. Out. So right. yeah. what yeah. are we talking about? We should yeah.
1: have done Rob yeah. Roy.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mel Gibson was like, there's 90s.
0: Yeah.
1: they brought up Mel Gibson like yeah. 20 times because uh, he was be, being a, <laughs> yeah.
4: acceptably liking Mel Gibson was a 90s thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Oh Mel. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Mel. Okay, so for
0: the voting process of this, uh, I've numbered the films uh, one through five. TMNT is number one, and then Speed's number two, Fugitive three, Hook four, Clueless five. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then I'm gonna do a random number generator here, and number four gets it, which was um, Hook.
4: You can actually Google random number one through five. Like just oh, in, in just the Google that? search engine, it'll huh. generate one for wait.
1: I just go to so Facebook, that is, Wait, Google's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. So Hook gets a free vote because Chewy's not here to place yes. her own vote. Thank you. Uh, doesn't Chewy. need it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably doesn't need it. Um but so <coughs> we'll go in the order that we went. So Ryan will go first.
4: All right. Um I was really uh you guys did great jobs, first of all. Let me t- <laughs> Let me lie to you before I talk about the other movies. First off, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, I mean, Hook and, and Clueless to me were super quintessential 90s movies, mm-hmm. and your arguments really both set in the 90s, but I think you did a better job with mm-hmm. Clueless, oh, well, Adrian. Thank, thank you. So my vote goes to Clueless. Yay! Clueless.
0: All right, I'm going to go second, and uh, I'm going to keep riding that train. I, it is nothing against Fugitive or TMNT, which obviously, if you've ever listened to this show, I'm a diehard fan of TMNT, probably yeah. to a fault. <laughs> yeah. um, mm-hmm. But when it comes down to it, I mean, Clueless just feels like the 90s. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just one of those mm-hmm. movies where like it's not my favorite movie of all time. Yeah. I'm not sure when I'll ever watch it again. Mm-hmm, but if yeah. it's on, I'll watch it because mm-hmm. it's a well-made film. Mm-hmm. And it's just – it is a – perfect picture of what the 90s and it's mm-hmm. even because it's heightened a little bit above where the mm-hmm. 90s actually was mm-hmm. it kind of makes it a little bit of a better photo of what mm-hmm. we all kind of imagined the 90s was mm-hmm. and i think yeah it was a great argument for it so there's Thanks. two for clueless nice
5: this one's tough it, it everyone yeah. everyone you yeah. brought your 90s uh, 8 games. <laughs> what puts hook in the edge for me what mm-hmm. gives it the edge for me is the sentimentality mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that if ever there was a 90 like all our 90s movies feel like home. If ever there was an, a 90s movie that felt like home, mm. mm-hmm. when you watch it, it Hook. And that's mm-hmm. kind of what gives it the edge for me. Now I'll go with uh, Hook.
2: Cool. Yeah. No, and like that's what, again, what I was reiterating about when I was thinking of 90s. What made me feel like a kid again, being mm-hmm. a kid in the 90s, and r- what really stood out. And actually, honestly, everybody picked a film that I've watched multiple times. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. um, the funny thing, though, with Clueless is because I... Didn't watch it until I was a little bit older. So a couple of years after it come out because I had very weird parents who wouldn't let me watch it. I was the same. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So like I was already like it was like 2000. I I was in high school when I watched it. it, So but um, for me going on when I think of something that I watched a lot in the 90s, even continuing on would actually have to be Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Yeah. And th- I mean, just that's my personal thing. Just like which one of these movies do I think back as a kid and even just, as I said, throughout the 90s and mm-hmm. watched and can remember and think, yep, I love the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, this Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. For, oh. And for also me, Raphael is my Oh my gosh,
4: mine too. <laughs> for me, it was... This was one of the three movies that I just like annoyed my parents with as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. this Batman and Indiana Jones raised mm-hmm. the Lost Ark. So TMNT it's, was the yeah. only one that made the. cut.
2: It's a, it's a <laughs> sentimental thing, but it's it's like really funny because mm. I freaking love The Fugitive and I love yeah. Clueless, Brittany Murphy, yeah. and I, I love Speed and. They're all great movies. Yeah, actually, Encino Man great. is the only one. Sorry, Chewy, that I watched once and just don't Didn't like. Rem- I don't remember it. Fair. I'm like, yeah, you guys, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, Paulie yeah. Shore. Right. I remember yeah, him Jeeps. from the Goofy movie. That's <laughs> yeah. it. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. I, he was I, yeah. yeah.
1: I will say, if you had said Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Secret of the Ooze, you would have had me. <laughs> yeah. I, I picked
4: the one that I liked better, though. With, yeah, with Vanilla I I Ice. With Vanilla mm-hmm. Ice. Mm-hmm. That, that, that was actually far more Go of a 90s, very 90s movie. Yeah. I should have. Oh, dang Go it. it. <laughs> 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 it screwed up. Vanilla Ice? I missed that. Yeah. To be fair, the first one did have a rap at the end about the
1: It did. It did. Yeah, no, but... uh <laughs> I mean, I've seen all of these movies. I'm not that big a fan of Fugitive because I did see it with my dad, and it was like the <laughs> like, it was like the the penalty movie for having to <laughs> drag him to like Pocahontas, yeah, and, yeah. and <laughs> Hook, and like all yeah. these other films. He's like, you have to come see the Fugitive. With me. You're like, oh, um, okay, but
4: we'll Dad Flick was like the best descriptor of that film. Yeah, yeah. it heard. is. It, yeah. is yeah.
2: it is. It is a dad, a dad yep. movie.
1: For but sure. I would have to go with Hook. Because when even when I found out you were doing it, I was like, no, nah, I should have talked, dang it! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, uh, it's a hard movie, I know, yeah. I know. And him. it's so right. just beautiful. When people tell me they don't like Hook, I'm like, you have no soul. Right. <laughs> because <laughs> it is so beautiful. And it's one of the very, I'm not actually a big Steven Spielberg fan, because mm. sometimes I just think he's really sappy.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, But right.
1: with Hook and Robin Williams' performance in Hook, like up until that point, he had done some serious stuff, but it was also stuff I wasn't allowed to watch. Um, So seeing him in that and and how he handles growing up and, and, like, even that scene between him and Julia Roberts, who was, like, such a pain in the ass oh during the God, film. Oh, my such God. a good scene. Uh,
0: Tinker Hell? Yeah,
2: Tinker oh, Hell. She was Never awful. She ran off, actually, when she was getting the divorce or something with Kiefer Stubbitt. Oh, my outside. God. Yeah, yeah, She ran Love off. Pain. And Steven Spielberg was like, if
1: you don't get back onto set, you are fired. Yeah. She was crazy. But the, the whole thing that Robin did with that film, in terms of, like, because he was... And this is just me like ranting about the beauty of Robin Williams, but yeah. because he was like that kind of child, like grown man that never really wanted mm-hmm. to grow up, you know, you felt that you felt yeah. it so much in his performance and it's just such a beautiful film. And if you go back and watch
2: it now, it does take on like in knowing like the struggles oh that God. he had yeah. It like, I'm going to start crying. It really does like get you. It gets yeah. you because you're like, I, get, I feel you. I know. It's so hard growing up. That's what I think.
1: When I watch Hook now as an adult, I'm like,
2: yeah, that's what I Like, What do we yeah. think about now? Paying our rent. Trying <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. to get uh, through, through the day. Yeah.
4: So, really watching that film and, and thinking about Robin Williams and Bob Hoskins. I mean, mm, two yeah. of my all time favorite oh. character actors. He's, He's, He's fantastic. Rest, rest in, in peace yeah. to them. The fact both. that he oh, played so that sad.
2: role twice because oh, he came back and played Smee in another version. Did he really? Know? Yeah. I
0: didn't know that. Yeah. yeah.
2: He loved being Smee. So. Yeah. He was
0: good at it. Yeah. Uh, but with that, we have a winner, which would be Hook. Uh, I'm glad uh, it Hook. wasn't by Chewie's random vote. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it won without that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, yes. Well, it's tied,
2: yeah. actually, because you
5: guys no, picked.
0: I got. One vote? No, the the random vote did push it over. Yeah. It did. Yeah, yep. yeah who else you was guys tied? Tudor's Tudor's title. Oh, it too clueless, too clueless, too. Hard. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, which I do.
5: Like again, <laughs> clueless
2: is so good, and it's hard because like this sort of thing is difficult because it's like, <laughs> <laughs> like do you pick something that's '90s, like mm-hmm. actually like '90s, like period mm-hmm. piece right. '90s, or do you? Pick something that, when you think of the '90s, yeah.
1: this is. It was. A, it was difficult. It's one. a very difficult. I think yeah. touch if, we, if we hadn't grown up in the '90s, if it had been somebody who like, if we presented these films to like a sixteen-year-old, I'm yeah. like,
2: what do you think? They'd, is the be, most like 90s? They'd be like, Man. Clueless oh, yeah. and Encino Man." Oh
1: yeah, Man. But. It, it's you know when you're factoring that stuff in because we are mm-hmm. children of the
0: 90s you, yeah you factor in the sentimentality of it as well mm-hmm. that's the point of the nostalgia mm-hmm. yes. yeah. mm-hmm. uh, but with that I will bring my episode to a close my episode the episode whatever <laughs> <laughs> uh, I see how it is mine uh, next week we have what I think and we'll talk about it obviously is one of the best movies from last year which is Crimson Peak Uh, It'll be divisive because a lot of people hate the shit out of it. I think it's phenomenal, but we'll get into that. Uh, I'm excited. The week week after that, in celebration of Batman v Superman coming out, we have Batman 1989 versus Superman 1978, which I probably should switch those, but whatever. Uh, But with that, thank you to Adrian Snow for being on. Woo! thanks for having me. Danine Melody. Like, I'm what? like what <laughs> We all go silent <laughs> <and> <laughs> Oh shit I'm, I'm sorry I'm
2: like oh it's okay <laughs> <laughs> They're all They're just better I won yeah. No I'm
0: too big <laughs> Yeah <mean. laughs> uh, Ryan and John as always Yay guys And wh-